Imagine if every day, every thought that you had was to improve or enhance your life in a positive way so that you were able to follow through successfully with ease, eliminating doubt, fear or procrastination. Imagine if every action you took was for your future expected success rather than from your limiting past. Over the course of several decades, research into the field of human potential and performance shows the amazing abilities that every person has to tap into their potential to become limitless. My name is Anne-Marie and welcome to my show, Be You Limitless. In this show, I interview extraordinary guests from a variety of backgrounds who are united in their ability to consistently achieve personal greatness by being fearlessly unlimited so that you, the listener, can be inspired to exceed your personal limits. I invite you to send me your emails, ask me or my guests those breakthrough questions that give you permission to be you limitless. Every Thursday at 7pm on wellbeingradio.co.uk, audio for mind, body and soul. Hello there. Good evening. So good to be back with you again. My name's Anne-Marie. How are you all doing? So I want to dive straight into this because I'm finding this more and more exciting as we go along. And now we're starting to get to the real meat of the simple phrase, being the real you. And I spoke to you last week about the seven stages of change and transformation that we go to. And this week, I want to prepare you for the journey ahead for the next 10 weeks. I want to talk about the stages that most people go through at some time or another, not necessarily in the same order, that allows them to peel back the layers of the environment, the people that they've met to become the real person that they are inside without all the other input that comes along with being you, with being alive, with being human, right? There's some things we just can't avoid, and that is our contact with other people and being in um, environments that sometimes um, they they do they serve us or they don't serve us. So I wanted to ask a really obvious question, but I want you to think about this. Um, you know, why why even why even bother? Why even bother being you? If you're going along your way merrily, um, you know, what is it that unites us all that makes us at some point have this curiosity to begin the journey to, to being you now more so than ever? I don't know if you're feeling the universal cosmic shifts that are going on right this moment, but more than ever, I think people are becoming more and more aware of uh, their purpose on earth, why they're here. And and that's the one thing that unites us all, isn't it? Our curiosity, that's what makes us human. But as I said, why make the effort to uh, be you when you're just, you know, happily going along your merry way and nothing's too traumatic or um, there's not too much drama in your life? Why make the effort? Well, the most common reason why people eventually, their curiosity is piqued whether they're young or old, there isn't an age that this happens. There's just a knowing that maybe the pain of the past, the personal pain becomes too much to bear. And 
in recognizing that, you know, I just can't take this anymore. It's just too much. That's at the point when people decide, you know what, I'm going to look into myself, look introspectively and find out what it is that's caused this pain for me and why I'm still living this pain. So it's a really obvious question, but nevertheless, a very important one. Why bother? You know, why make the effort? Firstly, to deal with your personal pain, or you just may want a better quality of life. You may be at a stage where you have things, you you have a life that's, that's okay, but you want more. You feel this more. You feel there's a bigger destiny for you. I think that's a, um, a, a, a really important reason why people start that journey to self-introspection. We want a better quality of life, or we seek fulfillment in things. We want more things because we think that that's going to make us happy. But as the more things we get, the less satisfied we become, the more curiosity is raised within us. Why is this not making me happy anymore? Why have I got all the things that I thought I wanted and still I'm not happy? And thus a journey of self-inquiry begins. But also, what happens if we get too much, too young, which distracts us, which actually can distract us from the journey of self-inquiry. An example of this would be, you know, you see lots of very, very rich children of uh, pop stars and uh, internet millionaires and whatever, and they have these lovely children. But have you noticed how many of these young children, teenagers, um, just go off the rails and get into drink and drugs? And why is that when they're supposedly supposed to have everything? Again, you know, all of those things that we have that to distract us from the real reason or the real purpose of understanding why we are here. So I just want to read you this because I found this um, today, actually, and I just thought it was fascinating. We've said some of the reasons why people start their journey to self-inquiry. They can't deal with personal pain. They want a better quality of life or they're seeking fulfillment in things. Well, listen to this. This is going to absolutely blow your mind. These were Steve Jobs. Remember, he was the co-creator of Apple. Yeah, right. He invented the Apple, uh, well, the Apple phone that most of us use. Not everybody, but most of us, because it's just easy. It syncs up with everything. But these were his dying words. And I think you are going to find this fascinating. He said, in other eyes, my life is the essence of success. But aside from work, I have little joy. And in the end, wealth is just a fact of life to which I am accustomed. At this moment, remember, uh, sorry, I didn't set the scene. He actually um, died of cancer. And um, this was words that he said to somebody on his dying bed, basically. So at this moment, lying on the bed, sick and remembering all my life, I realized that all my recognition and wealth that I have is meaningless in the face of imminent death. You can hire someone to drive a car for you, make money for you, but you cannot rent someone to carry the disease for you. One man, one can find material things, but there is one thing that cannot be found when it is lost. Life. Wow. That's just... That's every reason why you should want to start your journey to self-inquiry right there. He goes on to say, treat yourself well and cherish others. As we get older, we are smarter and we slowly realize that the watch that's worth $30 or $300, both of which show the same time, whether we carry a purse worth $30 or $300, the amount of money in the wallets are the same. Whether we drive a car worth 150 grand or a, hundred, or a car worth 30, 
sorry, dollars we're talking, the road and distance are the same. We reach the same destination. And if we drink a bottle worth $300 or wine worth $10, the stroller <laughs> will be the same. If the house we live in is 300 square feet or 30,000 square feet, the loneliness is the same. You know what? This actually moved my heart when I read this because we do. You can't help it. We are we are human creatures and we, you know, we are brought up in a society that tells us we are validated by the things that we have. But clearly here is a man who had everything that he thought that society told him that he needed to be happy. And here he is professing his sadness. I think that's really poignant and um, something for us all to ruminate on. So let's um, look at the 10 ways, the 10 ways that we can start our journey to become the person um, of value rather than a valuable person. All right. So I'll see you after this. So welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to wellbeingradio.co.uk. We also have an app, so make sure that you download it. You can listen to us on the go. And this is the station for audio for mind, body and soul, don't we just know? So before the break, we were talking about the value of life and why we should seek to understand our purposeful journey within this thing that we call life. Um, and I also just gave you an overview of, of somebody who'd had everything that many of us feel that we desire in our lives, who had all of that, Steve Jobs and him reminiscing on the things that were actually really valuable. And, you know, isn't it funny? Because a lot of people would say, um, yeah, that's okay for him to say, because he had everything that he wanted. And don't we all just want to experience everything that we want before we can turn around and say, exactly as Steve Jobs said, oh, the most valuable thing that you can appreciate is your life and the fact that you are here, um, you know, he also went on to say some things about, you know, the best doctors in the world, which I thought was quite lovely, actually. Uh, let me just find it. So some of the best doctors, in, the six best doctors in the world, sunlight. Isn't that the truth? I had a lovely day today. Rest. Do you really know how valuable sleep is in your life? I actually bought a book not so long ago, The Value of Sleep, and it really does let you know how your body reconfigurates. And also we do all of our dreaming. Um, oh, I could tell you so much about dreaming. Um, exercise. How often do we put exercise off because we think, oh, gosh, it's just going to be such a challenge. And then when we get out there, I always feel so much better and think, why do I even argue with myself to get out there? Diet, very, very important. I've just launched a new program, HypnoSlim, Hypno which uses hypnosis and um, supplements, and I'm loving it. I'm feeling lighter, fitter, freer, sharper mind, sharper focus. Yeah, everything about it, I'm loving. I'm loving seeing my shape come back as well. Um, Self-confidence and friends. Those are the six best doctors in the world. Who would argue with those? Would any of you um, would any of you listeners add a doctor to that list? Mm -hmm. I'm sure you would. So I'm just going to give you an overview of my signature program. It's called, guess what? Surprise, surprise, be the real you. Everything I do is about being you because it's the most important thing to be. So why wouldn't I dedicate my life to it? And I love it. I absolutely love it. And 
as I said, the reasons why people come to the realization I need to do something about my life and the reasons why, I think out of all of those that I I, I spoke about earlier, mine would be um, the personal pain of living was too much for me to bear. Uh, circumstances that I grew up in, which I had no control over. But as soon as I did, I decided I wanted to be more and I definitely wanted to have more happiness in life. So I did all of my research, my learning, my experience, my studying, all around being me, being you. And I found that there were 10 sort of steps that I took looking back reflectively that really allowed me to move forward and become more of myself. And I want to share those steps with you. So the first one is to understand what do you really want? I ask my clients this all the time. It's a a top 10 question I ask apart from who are you? What do you really want? And people will say things. They'll always talk about material. I want to, you know, I want a um, better lifestyle, laptop lifestyle, blah, blah, blah. All of those things that are so current, cool and trendy now. But bottom line is, why do you want them? Why do you want, what is it you really want and why? Uh, The second session I do is uh, about taking accountability for yourself and understanding that you are the driver of your own car. You're not a passenger. You are the driver. Um, Letting go. Session three is letting go of past guilt, of emotional baggage. This is super powerful, especially during hypnotherapy, because you get to do things that you could never possibly manage in your own life. Uh, Session four is about inner child reconciliation and alignment with your inner child. I've got to tell you, that was the most powerful, powerful session for me because my childhood was hideous. Um, I have a website, annemariewickham.com. If you went on there, you could read my story and you wouldn't even recognize that child to the person I am today because of the personal work that I've done, which you can do too, to become the person that you want to be, to become the person, perhaps you've got a friend that you admire, perhaps you look up to a role model or somebody that you think, I'd love to live that life. Guess what? You can. So session five is about removing the mask of pretense, not having to be the person that everybody else wants you to be and finding that being the only way you can validate yourself because it's not. And then session six is about removing the blocks and expanding your opportunities for abundance and prosperity because many people have financial blocks, they have relationship blocks, and these are all blocks that can be removed. You just don't need to have them. You really don't. Session seven is opening your heart and embracing love without fear. Who can honestly say they truly love without fear, that they don't keep a bit of themselves back to protect themselves? Well, you know what? I did that for many years, self-protection. I lived in self-protection and it's it's so life-limiting. It's so life-limiting when you open your heart and you truly do everything with love as your driver. I'm telling you what, it does all come back to you and it's such a worthwhile um, compromise to make with yourself. And number eight is embracing self-love on every level. That means forgiving yourself. That means getting to know yourself, doing the introspective journey. And then session nine is about taking responsibility for me. And I could really would love to share some anecdotes with you about people um, taking responsibility. Maybe we can go into a couple of those next week. But taking responsibility yourself at whatever age you do it is the most empowering thing you will ever do. Um, Taking responsibility in terms of being honest about who you are, being honest about what you've done, standing up and saying, that was me. All of these things are so empowering and they earn you such respect from others. That's not the reason you do it. You want to do it to earn respect from yourself. But the side effect is it definitely earns you lots of respect from other people. You become known as that integral person. And isn't that a wonderful label to have if you're going to have any label? 
And then um, session 10 is about claiming your abundant birthright because guess what? We were born into this world naked and alone and we go out of this world naked and alone. But during that journey, during that journey, um, well, as a baby, you are totally abundant. You, you cry, you get everything you want, right? You don't have to ask nicely. You just know that it's going to come. And that's what I teach my clients to do, to do a 360-degree 300, um, circle back to being abundant and knowing that you deserve everything in this life because of who you are, being unique and special. Those are the 10 sessions that I do. I wonder, what are your self-care, your self-love, your, your journey? What are, you, what are the journey nuggets that you've realized throughout your life that have been so valuable for you? Oh, my gosh, I can't believe it. We've run out of time. It's been so lovely. Let's meet here again next week at 7 p.m. and continue this conversation. Take care, lovely people, and have fun out there. Stay safe.